Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks for listening to Dude Check This Out, a music podcast. Check out Handbone Relay's new album, Say Hi to Earl. Available on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, and just about everywhere else. You can get more info or buy the record at our website, www.hambonerelay.com. Dude Check This Out is sponsored by Bald Birds Brewing Company in Audubon, Pennsylvania. Sorry, I've been drinking since eight. Sorry. That's what happens when you drink a 10% beer. out a music podcast featuring friends hosted by Hambone Relay. Speaking of Hambone Relay, I'm Rob Tate. I play drums in Hambone Relay. And over on the computer is Mr. Mark Brown, uh, leader extraordinaire and booker extraordinaire on the computer. Hey. Yeah, that's all Mark will say for the rest of the episode. He's done, but now he's going to go to the computers and... What the show is all about is bringing in friends of ours to interview and talk about music because that's what we love. We love music. We love everything about it. But quick footnote... There are too many genres to talk about. If we talk about a specific type of music, we can't hit everything. It's impossible. And even if you don't care about genres, it's, it's, it's too hard to hit too many artists. So here's, here's the deal. If you want to talk about a specific artist or a specific genre, please email us at dudecheckthisoutmusicpodcast at gmail.com. And now to bring in our guests. We, Hambone Relay, got to go and hang out at the underground. Well, hold on. I'll go before that. I started too late. So we went on a tour Balls. about a year ago with a friend of ours, not a year ago, maybe six months, with a friend of ours, Ryan Weiss. And Ryan, we had, knew, we had met online, and he wanted to tour manage for us for like a run. And we got to really know Ryan pretty well. Ryan's an amazing dude. Great guy. Yeah, and he, and he uh, told us all about the underground, this venue that he was helping book, and Round Guys Brewing Company, and and then he mentioned a friend of his named Bill, and we were like, oh, that's cool, and and then eventually over time, after that tour was over, he said, hey, why don't you like come in for the podcast that we host? And sitting across from me is my friend Bill McKinney. And you can see him on the uh, YouTube. You got it right. Damn Skippy. Yes. See, I was worried. <laughs> yes. see, I'm Irish. I'm worried about the name. <laughs> I'm worried about the damn name. Uh, man, but how are you, bud? Doing good, man. You chill. Yeah. Yeah. You, now, very chill. What's, what do we have here? First off. Oh, wait, real quick. So our podcast is sponsored. See, he's helping me out. I didn't helping even do out. this. We I didn't even this. do this. Our podcast is sponsored by Ball Birds Brewing Company, and we have uh, some bartender Teds uh, with us today. Um, now, here's the deal. It's not on draft over there at the uh, the bar anymore, but they may bring it back. But cheers. Oh, you're all good. Cheers. Boom. Cheers. Hey, so you got the pale ale, right? The bartender uh, Ted. The bartender Ted's the pale ale. Because I had the have fun double IPA. Wait, 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 wait. Come on. These are your sponsors, right? Yeah. It's made with peach, blood oranges. Yep. Blood oranges. <laughs> Well, they have to kill a couple people for, to make these beers. So, so here's the deal: is that's why they don't sell them anymore. They got tired of killing people. Yeah. It's made with peach, blood orange, and cranberry purees. Now, here's the deal: I love Ball Birds Brewing Company. They're out in Audubon and King of like right this by King great, of Prussia, PA. Great beer. You, you like it? I love it. Um, they are actually opening another spot in Maniunk. They're opening a second location. They've only been open for about a Where year. Where Maniunk? Uh, there, it's a coffee shop that's about. Um, uh, Wait, is this with Cadence? I don't remember, to be 100% uh, honest. Do you remember what coffee shop that they're opening up in? I don't know. We were drunk at the time. We were really, we were really uh, drunk when we were there. There's, only, uh, <laughs> there's Pilgrim Roasters, right? And then you have like Starbucks. That sounds really familiar. But Pilgrim Roasters is attached to the same building as Manning Brewery. I don't think it's near Manny Brewery. I wouldn't I think assume it would be the same building. I think yeah. it's further down. But they're they're opening up with a coffee shop. They're partnering up with a coffee shop that's right across the street from their Audubon location. Excuse me. But they're awesome. Nice. I highly recommend going to the their main hub out there in Audubon. It's delicious. This is the bartender, Ted. They ha- Mark's drinking their double IPA called the Have Fun Double IPA. It's delicious. And they have tons... 
of great beer. The brewer Patrick, uh, who I've gotten to know fairly well over the past month or two, he he puts out new beers like every other week. You know how big their system is. This is going to be a great promo for them. No, it's, yeah, they're like, I'm helping you out a lot. It, no, it's, <laughs> thank you, thank you. So here's the thing about Bill. I didn't get to say Bill is one of the creators and founders of Round Guys Brewing Company. What a fucking creators and owners. Creators and owners. I yeah. meant to say that Round Guys Brewing Company phenomenal brewing company and host of the original slacker podcast which did it get renamed recently no it's still the original slacker podcast what we did is we're starting to move towards i call it round guys radio yeah. so that's what you see on facebook facebook.com slash round guys radio mm-hmm. uh the original slacker podcast is still out there you can find that anywhere just like you guys can find it out on apple google spotify but then we started doing something for you guys when you guys come into play so we started doing the spotify list and that's when it was like, all right, we're starting to trend down to the radio side. And it's I use that term loosely, but there's not really a better term to use that you can sum up an idea in three words, right? No, for sure. So what we do is we uh, Ryan sets up a playlist for the underground of all the acts coming in. And he adds one song from each show, each band coming in. And then we'll go ahead. Uh, we'll do the podcast. I'll, I'll knock out the podcast side, give you guys an opportunity to play some music. And then Ryan will add the uh, a track that he likes to the playlist, and we'll use all that data to really try and promote up the shows coming through, and then give you guys some collateral to run with. Right. What's the playlist called? If you don't mind, it's called it. the Underground. So on Spotify, okay. we got, and it goes back to kind of funneling people through Spotify at the moment. Mm-hmm. So we have the original Slacker podcast, and we also have the Underground Round Guys playlist. So if you look, if you look up Round Guys Brewing Company. On Spotify, you'll find these two playlists. You know what's funny about that is that we do a similar thing. We actually compile all the artists that are mentioned on this podcast or albums or singles or music that we actually Mm -hmm. talk about. We make a Spotify playlist, and it's attached to each episode. So you can literally, as you're listening to the the podcast, be like, I don't know what that is. You go to the playlist and just click on that song. You you can just go, or you can go back to the podcast and check out all the music. And I don't, know, I don't think we stole that from you, but it's just funny that we both... <laughs> I don't think we did. That's a funny thing about copyright and ideas. It's like, did we steal it? Nah. <laughs> it's you got to find a way to really give them the full environment, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. you got to kind of... Well, for you guys, it's great because then you, you guys go, here's a playlist of everything that's coming. Just listen to, the, to this playlist, and if yeah. there's anything that picks your fancy, just go to that show. Right. Yeah, How amazing is that? And we also use it for, say, like our email blasts. I always have like, like three songs I'm throwing in there. Mm-hmm. Coming up this weekend, boom, boom, boom. Check out this band. Here's the song. Right. And each yeah. show has like three or four bands on it. Yep. So like you have your op- you have tons you have of your options. Option. Yeah. yeah. Are they little taste headliners that it, you're sending out more so? Just out of curiosity. Anyone in the show. Okay. Yeah, anyone in the show. You pick a oh. favorites, Bill? <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> Depends on the band. Great. The original Slacker podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me on here. Yeah, hell yeah. Dude, yeah. check this out. We got a comment. So go follow them on uh, iTunes and Apple uh, Music and all sorts of places. Go find them. What was your inspiration for creating that show? For the podcast? Yeah. What Did you guys have the, the, yeah, I'll the tell venue I'll give you, or no, was I'll it the podcast you, first? I'll or? give you the full rundown on the podcast. Give me the rundown. So the underground... For a long time, Round Guys opened up in 2012. And for a long time, we were just kind of a brewery, making beer, having some sandwiches, right? And then we, we decided to partner up with Backyard Beans, coffee roasters, like everyone else in the world. <laughs> so this was 2016, 2017. And we went ahead and uh, opened up a joint facility where the, there would be a cafe upstairs, and we didn't know what to do with the space downstairs. And we came up with this underground. And no one else was willing to jump in there. Scott was busy taking care of the brand, taking care of getting beer out the places, trying to get the beer produced, and whatnot, Scott Rudich. And another guy, John Hartman, he liked playing in a brewery, so he would stay for hours and hours in a brewery and never know that there was a venue space. <laughs> so what I did was like, you know what? I, I've done my time in a brewery. I like brewing. It's fun, but it's also, after you do it for a number of years, it's just, it's a lot of time, a lot of commitment, a lot of work, and I wanted to have more flexibility. Mm -hmm. So I decided to take on this whole other project, which gave you equally as little flexibility. And (laughs) that was the underground. And what I did was uh, was sit there and and try and build it up and build it up and build it up. And you're you're trying everything, trying to learn, not just the industry, trying to learn what works. Literally, I'm... uh, Learning marketing, you know, like by dragging my knees through the dirt, um, 
you know, this, this was a full on endeavor and it took about a year, a year and a half to get going. But once it got going, I always wanted to do a full environment mm -hmm. and try and wrap, build something for people to, to feel like they're in part of something and they're in a, a space that is just, just different. Like a space that I know the suburbs don't really have this. The city does. The city has like an XPM where it gives you a full wraparound on, on this band, right? And a full wraparound on your experience. But there's really nothing like that in the, the suburbs. And I've always thought this would be so cool. We have a great product. How do we package this product into an experience that will touch other demographics, not just beer drinkers? And that's what we did. And as we got moving, as that ball got rolling and I started developing staff, and thank God I met Ryan because Ryan was huge. Uh, it took the burden from me sitting in there and trying to get you guys into the venue and trying to set everything up like that and trying to get all the forward marketing and trying to get all the, the numbers and everything taken care of to me now being able to focus on taking care of some of the higher level stuff like building the podcast. Right. So I started, I always wanted to do a podcast and now is the opportunity in 20. 18, the beginning of 2018, I said, you know what? If I don't do it now, I'm never going to get to it. Finally have some little bit of wiggle room. Ryan wasn't in the picture yet, but I had a little bit of wiggle room with some momentum and getting some staffing in there. So I went on a podcast in November of 2017 or September 2017, and I realized how easy it was to get set up. Hey, and, hey, hey. <laughs> and this, this podcast was a... Uh, this woman out in Colorado, she's looking for people in the brewing industry to come on and talk marketing. And I'm like, sign okay. me up. Yeah, let's I'm do in. it. <laughs> so I jump on there and it was a great experience. And I, I saw how she did things. I saw how organized she was. And initially I tried to kind of mimic her and I realized that I don't need to be like that. Uh, and she also didn't tell me how much work there was involved in actually editing these damn things. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I mean, like, like on the other side, were you doing like a lot of logic or like what, what were you using to cut these, these, these yeah, podcasts? So what were until, you using? Until, what month are we? <laughs> <laughs> we're in May now. Until March, I was using um, Audible. Oh, right on. It's or all good. Audacity. Audacity. Wow. I was using Audacity for everything. Right. And I was literally the first. So I have two seasons up there. Right. And you can see the difference in the seasons. Not just an auto quality, but you see the difference in the seasons because it starts with the Matt Allen Inside the Brewery episode. That's mm -hmm. when you start having music mash ton brewery episodes. First season, I considered like the testing round. See how to do it. Figure out what works, what doesn't work, what, what could work, what not to do, what definitely to do. And I was doing it in my kitchen with my dog always <laughs> eating when I was in the kitchen. She's so like, oh, you're in the kitchen. I'm going to go eat right beside you. Munching down on food with, my, with this old piece of crap, like, Laptop from 2013 and these uh, Logitech headset I got because this woman recommended on her podcast and it actually sounded pretty good. And uh, that's what I was using. It worked right though. That's right. what I was using until, until I was able to pull it into the underground. And that was when you see the Matt Allen interview. That's when we when I was like, all right, we're starting to get serious. Let's start getting the ball rolling, get some real audio quality in here, get a sound tech and uh, start building out the show and start going down the path. Yeah, so that's the story of the, the slacker. <laughs> slacker well no we we loved it um you are an amazing interviewer um i kind of followed your your lead and how to interview people after seeing you doing it and yeah you even like, got luke to talk i even got <laughs> luke Paracone, our guitar player who is very quiet usually when it comes to the microphone he won't admit this but you even got him to speak about what? like his influences and stuff, i don't believe which was, that Take a sip and swig it and be let's, proud. Let's man. say this. Let's say this. If Luke has some whiskey, he's very talkative. Oh, Luke! <laughs> we have well, video. You know, we we do try <laughs> with the whiskey or the talking. Hold on. Let's let's get deep into this. I had I had a band in there once. Uh, they're actually on the season where at ten a.m. You know what band? I I do. It's Victor Traps. Okay. And I had them in there, and they came in. I don't think they stopped drinking. It was ten a.m. <laughs> and they were already like. <laughs> Three sheets under. Oh, shit. Are and you serious? It, yeah, it became one of the greatest episodes of all time. Nice. Editing it was like, oh, man, I don't even know if we have content here, but it's so great to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> That's our problem. It's like, how wasted can you get? But you're at 10 a.m. Who the fuck gets wasted at 10 a.m.? I'm sorry. A local punk band. <laughs> <laughs> That's the answer you're looking for right there. Oh, you know what it was? Did we have a, 
You know what, Mark? Mark, did we have a gig the night before? We had everyone has guys? a gig the night before. Well, no. Here's why. Were we up yeah, pretty we, late? I Where think so. We yeah, because we were we were a beat when we rolled. That's in. right. Because when we need, we were like, we need coffee. <laughs> we don't oh, need beer. We, we need... played time the night before. Oh, we played dude. time. That's, 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 yeah, that's, that's, that's a big show. Yeah, that's a two a.m. gig, man. Oh, three. Well, we don't get out of here. We don't get out of here. Three, but like, oh my god, dude, just oh. That's why <laughs> if, if we had like a good night's sleep and we walked in there, we would probably just be wasted as your uh, your you punk guys, band. You guys, had punk a, band. you guys were a great episode. You were really oh, fun to work very with. very kind. Here's no, you your $20. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, real quick. Like, we already spoke about it, but like uh, you are one of the owners of Round Guys Correct. Brewing Company. Yeah. It's like I said already, I love your beer. Before we, Well, I brought some just oh, for you guys. Oh, yes, that's right. So we have a few <laughs> beers here. It wasn't a planned segue. <laughs> oh, this one's actually one of the ones I was going to list. This is the Kiss Off IPA. And we got, oh, I love this artwork. What is this one called again? That one is I'm So Fancy. It's Hashtag the, I'm So Fancy. It's the beer. We uh, we do a drag queen series because we have drag shows. So nice. that's our the first one of the drag queen series. And we have another one coming out this quarter. And then we'll have another one coming out next quarter. And it's really each highlighting. Each, uh, drag queen? Or? Yeah, it's highlighting different performers we have down there. Okay. So this is Fancy. Fancy is the lead. Uh, she she was the one who came to us. Fancy Dismount came to us with the idea, and we actually had it in a pub. So if you guys went across the street and you saw the pub, we used to have drag shows in there. Oh, really? We used to have music oh, wow. shows in there. No way. For those who don't know, uh, so the Round Guys Brewing Company is actually across the street from the venue that he helps run right. called The Underground. It's right across the street from one another, but they're both a part of the same entity. And, and Right. We have a production space above The Underground. So mm-hmm. above The Underground is... Backyard Beans makes all their coffee, and then we actually carbonate and can up all of our beer, and we throw it in, in the, the fridge up space. there. Yeah, same space up there. That's yep. amazing. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a blast. It's you know, but we get we, we have beer, we have beer, and we have a space to make this stuff. We also do uh, band collaborations too, like Stereo Titans, which is a. I'm sure you guys probably know Stereo Titans. Yeah, Ryan, yeah we were Ryan I was actually going to bring that up right? later. So you you did a collaboration with the band the Stereo Titans. You actually created a beer with the band, right? And what was the name of that beer? Bumblebee Wheat. And Bumblebee Wheat is based on the song Bumblebee Weed by them. That's mm-hmm. the label that they want to do, the, a beer that they want to have out there. Mm-hmm. So we decided to go with it. Uh, those guys are great. Those guys are incredible to work with. Yeah, we've seen fun. some video. They seem like really cool dudes. It's a fun show. It's a fun. It's a band that takes itself way too seriously in a good way. <laughs> now, see, here's the problem is that we don't. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But you have a third beer there. I was going to – I can't, I can't uh, reach it without pulsing. it. Yeah, oh, here, show, show this camera here. Phenomenal beer. Uh, so this beer is a, it's a, a rye IPA. It's mm-hmm. a uh, light body. It's got a lot of Odie character in there, and it has a lot of stone fruit character from the hops. It's one of my favorite IPAs we make. But it, our, the thing about our beers are, it's not that bitter, right? No, it's, it, it goes down out. pretty smooth. <laughs> yeah, so that's how we do all of our IPAs, and you'll see that in any, and we've been doing that since... Almost day one of the IPAs. It took us a whole year to have an IPA. And then we had to have really? a big competition on how to get the IPA. And uh, yeah, because we, I know Scott didn't want to have an IPA. And the rest of us were like, we have to have an IPA. Why, why didn't you want uh, an Indian pale ale? I don't know. Because he's got like. Because he's got a. He's got Russian finger up his ass. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I just want to mention a couple of my favorites while we were yeah. there. I love the Transmission IPA. Yeah. I love. It's phenomenal. Um, Our brew team is doing a, a great job with the beer. Oh, for sure. And la- like the Lanzar Lager. And of course, the Loving the Alien Saison. Yep. It's fucking delicious. Oh, let's let's mention the blood and thunder, dude. This this is good, man. So that art. Oh, Mark's drinking one, by the way. That yeah. guy right there. So if Mark, you can just here, here, give me the give me the can. Walk the can over. Rolled over. Oh, oh, hang on. oh, oh, noob. Oh, okay, here's here's here's. That's what happens? Sorry, you I've been drinking since. Ah! Sorry. <laughs> this can's kind of cool. Hold on. Here, let me get a little. little so bit. the artwork on that can. So we use different uh different art. For, or different artists for the cans. For right. I'm so fancy. This is something that the drag queens actually made. But oh, it's beautiful. That guy right there. That is done by John Comerford, who's a graphic artist. He uh, does a lot of comic art, and he does more of a heavy lifters. He actually coincidentally lives across the street from me. So whenever he wants, <laughs> whenever he wants his money, he's like, "Yo, Bill." Hey, Bill. He doesn't even do that. He just climbs in your window and be like, hey, motherfucker, listen. You want any more art? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And 
me open up one more beer. Um, <laughs> well, that one right there, this that's one done was, by Keith Greenman. So that, no, we, we had this, I think, at the, the show we played. Right. It's it's always on. If that's not on, transmission's on. We usually interchange those. It's more of a, a there's kiss some off. subtle recipe differences between the two. Uh, but kiss off that if label. You don't mind, I can, yeah, okay, of okay. course, it's great beer. Um, I was going to ask. I feel like I'm talking about myself too much. No, this is what this is. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. So um, that's what the, an interview is. Um, so you, like we were talking about. Tell you, me more about your interviews. Mm, yes. Um, you do interviews as well as we do. We're almost at the same number now. You're at like what, 15, 16? Like, no, no, I have uh, about, about 30, 30. Oh, you're waiting to release them t- until the show's No, 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 no. We have total. About because this season is probably about fifteen or sixteen. Fuck, we gotta keep. Last we gotta season, keep the fuck up. I know, right? Actually, if you want to hear a good episode, is uh, listen to Stereotitans one. Someone gave me some really great questions to ask them. It's not for the kids. Uh oh, that's okay. That's good. I, I like We're it. We're TVMA as well. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I liked you guys. <laughs> hey, fuck you, Bill. Um, but here's, I did have a question. I know you're one of the owners. You have a question. A, a few. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. So, so you're one of the owners of Round Guys, right? But do you have any say about the beers that you create, or is it kind of up to your brewer? I didn't catch his name. What was your? Well, here's here's the uh, ownership side. So we got a new guy, Brian yeah. Brian Derbyshire, mm-hmm. who came in last year when John left, and then we have uh, Scott, who's a founder. He's been there since day one, and Scott typically. Traditionally, he'd be running the beer side, and he still does, but he's not involved really like in the day to day brewing anymore. And uh, we have a, a brewing team, so. What happens is a lot of times we have base recipes we use and then we have ideas for beers and they come from all over. So they come from maybe the, the sales guy, Chris, he goes out there. He's like, you know what? I want to brew this beer. And we're like, all right. Uh, and then uh, Mark's like, oh, I want to brew this beer. And when someone else goes, hey, I want to brew this beer. So we are always brewing new beers mainly because that's our mug club appeal. And when we do the mug club beers like that, we learn something about the process. Mm-hmm. So our mug club members get this free beer and usually, more times than not, it's a good beer. It's probably not as refined to the point where it can be a core regular beer yet. But yeah, he, you know, they, it's a team collaboration. Uh, Scott leads it, and then we have everyone else kind of chime in. On this club, though, do you have a, like a definite amount of people that are in this? Oh, yeah. Club? Mug Club, you pay for it, and you uh, get a free beer, and then you get like discounts on food. It's actually worth way more than it costs. Like, it, you're, you're making... Well, here, share, share with our listeners. I, like, I don't know. Uh, you don't want to share? It's, no, I, I said I don't know the price. Oh, you don't know? Okay. <laughs> it's it, been... Uh, arm, I think it's 50. You can become a part of the listener. I, I believe it's 50 for the year. Mm-hmm. And there's a discount. That's if, not bad at all. Discount if you renew. This year, we actually gave them out these great uh, sandstone coasters. So they mm-hmm. got a four-pack of coasters, which had Liquid Swords label on it. had the uh, Lanza Lager label. I had two other ones. Uh, that I'm blanking on at the moment, but it's okay. It's 10 p.m., not 10 a.m. I know, motherfucker. Man, kill me. <laughs> I'll be fine drinking at 10 a.m. <laughs> I have time to drive later. <laughs> but you were saying, I'm sorry. Yeah. So I mean, I used to do some of the brewing in there. I used to come with recipes. Actually, one of my beers uh, made it to best new beer in Philadelphia, third best new beer in Philadelphia in 2014, awesome, 2015. Dude. And then the next year, followed up by Scott's Killer Berliner, which took best wheat beer. And then we had another one, which was his Cyrano, which was a third best new beer. And that was uh, that beer. That beer was a gem. It was uh, fun. We're getting to other kind of got got kind of boring for consumers. They kind of got exhausted. Right. But it. what was the beer that you made? You didn't tell us what beer you. Uh, fear for Brett Planet. Fear okay. for Brett Planet was a initially it was a beer that I made after going to Utah for a bit, and mm-hmm. I was like hanging out out there, and I was like, hey, all these beers are great, and they're all like. Below 4%. You're phenomenal beers. Like, wait a second. I can make a beer I can binge drink on and really not get drunk. So when I came back home, I was like, I'm going to make a, a 3% beer. So I made 3.5% rye IPA because I love rye. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then we bumped that up and added Brett Britannomyces in there. And it became uh, a Brett IPA that we had to discontinue, unfortunately, because we had such trouble controlling Britannomyces, which is a smaller, more aggressive yeast. Mm. So it, we just had to... Put it on pause indefinitely until we can figure a better way to. Uh, oh, to so it. it expired quickly, or was it just well, it just you couldn't control the substance itself? No, what happened is in the brewery setup itself, it was so hard to get it out of the actual equipment. Mm. So if you've ever, if you guys know about breweries, if you know that like you know the organisms, the bugs that live in there, um, you can only do so much, but you still have some yeast that hang around. And a perfect example of this, uh, we had a. A beer called Pressure Drop, and Pressure Drop was the 
It was like Bumblebee Wheat. It was a precursor to it. Mm. And it, well, someone left the top valve open and it got infected. Oh, and, no. But it tasted like a naturally soured Hefeweizen, a.k.a. a natural Berliner Weiss. And customers loved it. And I, I thought it was really great. Like, everyone loved it. And customers come up and be like, oh, you guys got to brew that again. And we're like, tell us how. <laughs> <laughs> One and done. I'm not doing that shit sure, again. Sure, if we can figure a way. <laughs> figure out a way to do it again. But the real reason I was asking about if you had control of what you were putting out is because I just noticed that a lot of your, your beers are music influenced. Like you did the Philly Loves Bowie Week and you yeah, put out two yeah. Bowie beers. And we actually have six podcasts on that this year, this season. Oh, really? So we put out four Bowie beers. Oh, we saw the two on your website. Yeah, so we okay. talk about the four in the podcast. So it's broken out in each one. But essentially, so that goes back to Scott and Patty Brett. So if you know Patty Brett, do you guys know Doobie's think... Bar? No. Uh, Graduate Hospital? No. It's uh, one of the remaining dive bars out there. It used to be... Like, that area has grown up so much in the last five, six years that you don't even recognize the area, right? Uh, but her spot, she was one of the early early accounts. And her and Scott always had a tight relationships. So, so she was a huge Bowie fan. And the short end of the story is that when she was a kid, she would be one of those girls when Bowie was in town that would hang out at the studio and, mm. you know, just follow him around. Uh, so when he died, she wanted to do something special and um, I forget who it was that XPN came over and was like, you know what? Let's do a Bowie week. So they started doing a Bowie week through the city. And then we became the primary beer for that. We did Love and the Alien, which is Bowie influence. If mm-hmm. you look at the label, you have that Bowie a lightning bolt. And then we have um, Sigma Kids, which is a hopped up version of Love and the Alien. Then we have uh, <clears throat> Buddha of Suburbia, which is another Bowie. And that's a foreign extra stout, one of my all-time favorite styles. Initially, it was brewed with uh, molasses. And then we had another one, um, Never Get Old. Never Get mm. Old is a just a phenomenal, uh, phenomenal IPA. It's just it I came out this year, and it yeah, it's just great. Oh, so we gotta get we gotta get out there. Um, right. But are you a big Bowie fan? Like personally, I like Bowie, yeah, but not I, like a fascination. Like, just of yeah, like the, I'm personally, I'm not like a huge huge. I I mean, I don't live and breathe Bowie. I, I listen to the tunes by Bowie. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's a nice like little, that's a nice ch- little ch- tune. Ch- ch- yeah. I heard Rebel when I was taking a shower this morning. Like Rebel, Rebel. I was yeah. like, oh hey. Oh, what about um? What a cute song. Uh, young, <laughs> cute song. What yeah, about yeah. Young American? She young American. Young yeah. American. Or Hero when it, every NHL playoffs, right? Oh, so good. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> I love that shit. You also run the Underground, which is attached to Round Guys Brewing Company. And being a, a venue owner, I don't get to ask this question a lot. Do you think there should be a certain amount of shows? Well, you're a venue owner, so you can have a certain uh, response to this. But do you think that people should have a, um, like a prerequisite amount of shows they go see a month? like like Or just go out to go see live music, like almost intentionally going to see some something uh rephrase if, the question so if you had let's say in a month how many times should people go see live music how many times should anyone go see live yes music? like I what's the what's the minimum to like like happiness happiness <laughs> for a human being to see live music <laughs> yes sir that is so hard in this day and age I, right well i mean you have netflix you have youtube you have uh, uh yeah but that's else? never that's never a live show right no i don't i've never like uh adam crockett a buddy of mine back when i was a home brewer now he's with Haymaker or Meadery. He, he started off Haymaker Meadery. Mm-hmm. He's a huge fish guy, and he'll watch the shows at home. And I, I can't get behind watching a show at home. It makes no sense to me. No. I, I don't get it. You're not in that environment. You don't you know? have the you aesthetic. Don't, the, like, you don't the, have the aesthetic. You don't have the smell. Like, everything about it. You just want the griminess. You want... You want to be there, like that's yeah. The whole you want fun the part. sweat, you want yeah. the, the 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 lights, you want yeah, like you want the to whole stand thing. in line for a beer that costs that like- costs thirteen dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, this does not cost thirteen dollars. This is the Kiss Off IPA, and just anyway, yeah, six but, dollars in house. Uh, oh shit! Well, well, you can get you a four pack. You can get cans too. Oh shit! Uh, <laughs> you know, to answer that question, I think that there's in this day and age this weird dichotomy we have because the musicians are better than ever. Everyone that I bring on the show, they're phenomenal. When I was a kid, like, you know, my friends and whatnot would be in different bands, and they all, they were, all right. Right. right? Like, <laughs> they, they weren't, you know, it wasn't anything you really want to hang out with and, and hear. Uh, nowadays, everyone's so good. It, it's not even like, the, the talent levels 
set so high, if you're interested in music, you should be going out every week and you should be checking it out because there's always something good going on. Always. Always. And you and guys you always go, have great bands coming in too. Yeah, like, I mean, we get great bands. We can go anywhere and hear great bands now. It's not just to single places. There's so many good musicians, so many good acts out there, so many people just trying to get their name out. Mm-hmm. And, and they're doing a, oh, just a phenomenal job. On the other end, you have so much biting at your time. And that's the hard part. Uh, I, that's the part that we're always trying to figure out. How do we make this more of a, a full environment for someone? How do they – Ryan calls it – he's got a great term for it. He's like, build the fantasy. And it's true. Like You want to build the fantasy from start to finish. Someone gets in that door that they're in a different time period. They're in a space that they would never have at home. They would never have by listening to Spotify. They never have when you know they're just listening to a live track somewhere. You right. want to build that. And that's the selling point. And hey, if you're into music, you got to go out. Just go out, have, some, have a good time. You're going to find some great music. So... I no. don't know. I don't know if I answered the question. No, but. you did because God I, damn it, I tried. <laughs> just drink a beer, you'll be fine. So, uh, but you guys do. You bring great acts in there. The show that we played, we played with a bunch of great acts. Oh, you guys, yeah. It, it was a great Jesus show. City Grease was. They're great. We we're, were we're trying to figure so out good. a way to get them on the podcast, and we're trying to ask. I mean, they're, they're <laughs> Rob. Rob's a great singer and, yeah. and showman, and and you guys do that. You got you give like a really good aesthetic, like like it's a. If you've never been to the underground, it's there are a bunch of chairs, but it's also room for dancing and things like that. And sometimes the band will get in your face. You put guys post a good Instagram photo. Yeah, it's the other really day of that shit. It's really about the intimacy. You can have you can see a show anywhere, but I don't know if you can get as intimate as you do at the underground outside of a bar. Mm-hmm. But it, there's no you don't have that bar experience. You don't have to worry about some jackass over there like trying to watch a Sixers game, which I love yeah. Sixers. But you know you, you're not at a bar. You're not having people who have different reasons for being there. They're all there for the same reason. Right. They want to see or experience this thing. Yeah. yeah. Which is so cool. Yeah. This day and age, again, it's it's really a rarity. I don't... By the way, I love your chairs. <laughs> 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 Just side note, I like the chairs at the underground. If you want to chill, perfect chairs. Actually, <laughs> this is something that uh, I instilled early. I was like, listen, we got to... We have we lazy are, ass motherfuckers like, coming to this club. <laughs> I was like, we are located in Lansdale, PA. Do you know where Lansdale is? You do. Ask someone else <laughs> because no one does. And the reason we have to, we always have to be above our game because in Lansdale, you got to bring more people into the town. It's not the people in town aren't going to fill it out. They're great people, but there's just not enough heads. So we always have to shoot up. And that's one of the spots you got to, everything has to be good. The drinks have to be good. The mixed drinks have to be good. The, uh, you can make blends. You got beer has to be on point. The experience you sitting there, your ass in that cushiony seat with your arms there. You have to feel great. You know, the table has to look nice. The lighting has to be good. Everything has to be perfect there because that's what we're selling. We're selling that, that environment. What can bands do to help with that environment? That's a really great question. Let me have a beer. Some of this. <laughs> Ball Birds Brewing. The bartender Ted. You can get this sometime at Ball Birds when they bring it back. But go to Ball Birds Brewing Company anyway. You know, a lot of because I know that you guys do so much promotion and you, you do a lot of Facebook marketing. You do a lot of Instagram stuff, and I noticed that every single way we can find marketing. Exactly. So there's a hole. Honestly, the, the, I'm glad you're here because I would love to. There's a hole. <laughs> that's what that's what he said. Uh, but. But no, honestly, it's be a long I think this, night, this will be, be a no, long Hear me night. out, hear me out. I think this will be interesting. What can bands do yeah. to help provide a better aesthetic and also help the venue create a better uh, Look, environment for their patrons? And this, we're in the 21st century, like the uh, 2010s, the end of the 2010s. There's no excuse for a band not to know anything about marketing. You have to be selling yourself. And that's the easiest thing that, that's the easiest thing you can do for any venue is by already bringing in an idea of who you are, that idea of your audience, merging the audience. We can do so much for you, but your audience has to already kind of understand who you are, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're trying to get new people out there, but also at the same time, if you bring in an idea of who you are on the marketing side, that's huge. So, mm-hmm. And, and that, that comes down to- the podcast and everything, they can- Yeah, they yeah, can that's, get- that's one of the things. You know, uh, one of the things that I always am boggled by, if we give a, we're giving this, the podcast is free. Right. We're doing free work for you. Literally, it, you know how long it takes to do a podcast. We do. We're doing that. Mm-hmm. We're building that for you. And that's part of our, granted, yeah, it helps us marketing-wise, but also 
that's going to be a sales pitch for you for eternity until that gets off the server. Right, right? and you're doing it for nothing. You're doing nothing. it just to make sure that that your fans understand what's happening at the underground and the fans come right. through to the underground. Right. And I think that's f- fucking fantastic. Pardon my French. No other venue does that. Zero. I like how you said pardon my French because you never say You're just like, fuck well, you, tr- fuck uh, you, yeah, fuck that fuck guy, you. fuck ah. this place. And this, this cuss round <laughs> sponsored by. Um, but... No, but for real, like, so what else can we do as bands? Like, for venues, like, what can we do? You know, yeah, another thing, Ryan would have a whole list of these. <laughs> but, he, he would, he would have a whole list. <laughs> One of the things that I think on top of my head is, uh, you know, just be somewhat professional. Um, it's hard to manage the venue just from the staffing, from bring, getting acts in there, getting people in the door, making sure people are good, making sure people don't do anything stupid. Right. And then, like, be timely. You know, give us the information we ask. If we're trying to get through, like, if you want money, you have to give us the information we ask, right? Like, just just be a responsible human being. That's probably – and that's not that easy for some bands. Um, Which is crazy to think about because it's really not that hard. It's not hard. It's, it's not Mark's, that hard. Mark's one read, of the most responsible. Read the email. Actually, the first thing to do is read the email in its entirety. Right. <laughs> and the second thing they can do is actually read the email. Or just read in general. Third thing, just go back and why don't you read that email again? But yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's not hard. It's, it's just, not hard, but check Mar- your email. Mark's also one of the most responsible motherfuckers on, on the Philly uh, music scene. He, he's I'll, on top of his I'll shit. I'll give you a tip on this. You know, like, Rob, we work with the bands we want to work with. Right. Like, yeah, we get a bunch of bands knocking on the door all the time, but we work with the ones that we know that are going to be, that we're going to be able to have a partnership with. That's what we're looking for. We're looking for partners. And when you guys come knocking or when... We have any other band out there that we know we can really uh, our joint effort is going to be successful. That's what we want. We want someone out there who knew, we know when they come in, we're not going to have headaches. We're not going to have any issues with the band getting on there on time or the band. You know, not uh, we had one time a band that reached their money in a tip jar and was like, God damn, it. <gasps> come on, guys. Yeah. So it's just <clears throat> we're looking for partners and that's we don't want headaches. We want to minimize our pain. And we'd much rather have someone in there just be an adult. Just be an adult. And you don't even have to be like, we've had a band of 18-year-olds that were way more professional than some of the other <laughs> bands we've had in there. All right, so, Bill, we do, we do something on this podcast. It's, it's kind of one of my favorite things because I love learning new things from people about their life and also humans. Well, yeah, but like what their uh, story kind of teaches yeah, everyone. Yeah, yeah. But we have a favorite, my favorite part of this podcast is called Whip It Out, which is we whip out your cell phone and you show, tell us the last five things you listened to. Listen to, all right. Let's yeah, because you are a music fan. I know I you like are. Music. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. <laughs> do you listen primarily to people that are coming to the venue, or do you kind of? I know you're a huge Umphrey. Actually, you're a huge Umphrey fan. I love Umphrey's. I love Umphrey's. What's your favorite part about Umphrey's McGee? I it's the improv. I always love improv music across the board. Really? Yeah, it's great. It's fun. It's enter- well. My favorite part is that they're progressive rock improv, mm-hmm. which, as a kid, I used to love Zeppelin. Used to love Rush. Still kind of love Rush. Especially more modern Rush, which I guess might be heresy, but I think they got better with age. Uh, <laughs> well, now they're done, right? Like, now I, yeah, they're out. probably done. I mean, at this point, like, how much further could they go? How many decades can I keep going? <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised. <laughs> but, I mean, you look at a band out there that gets knocked on for so many different things, but they reinvented themselves every single decade, and they did it. Right. And they didn't just, you know, they did it to the balls to the wall, and they did it well. Uh, I always liked no, hard rock as a kid, and um, that's what I love. Is like, you know, back when I was growing up. Don't know how old you all wouldn't say. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a kid in the nineties, the uh, the metal scene was phenomenal, right? Right. Yeah, and then yeah. you know, you had like, I, it took me a while to get into Fish. Oddly enough, I was big into Dave Matthews, um, but once I found a band that could bridge metal with jam, it was like. Oh my God. This is it. This is great. This How is come the no one else is doing this? <laughs> and that, that's the one thing. And I love their, the talent. You know, I go to see shows because I want to see talented musicians play. Right. How many shows do you see a year, you think? 
Oh, man. Uh, a, it's if, gone down a lot over the past few years. But well, you're, say, you're a busy fucking man. Yeah. Like, I'll say it will probably be about seven or eight to ten. Um, I'm talking, but you're talking like uh, like big arena shows or like or bigger shows like like yeah, a, yeah. A, a, a I guess Electric Factory or or Frankfurt. Yeah, well, it's the same thing. Whatever the hell. Yeah, it's the same yeah. place. Yeah. Actually, I'm seeing Rod Gab on Friday. Oh no shit! Yeah, that's gonna be a good show. It's a great show. It's always a great show. Oh yeah, and then you know uh, what's the other one that's up in Fishtown? Uh, uh, the totally Fillmore. blanking on Fillmore. the name. Fillmore. Thank yeah. you. Yep. Um, I don't know. Probably about. 2025 normally for a year is what I'd... That's that's not a bad number. That's pretty good, yeah. actually. Considering there's 52 weeks a year, that's half of the Fridays. You got to balance Fridays. Out life. Oh, you got to find a kids, way. wife, whatever the hell you're doing. <laughs> you don't need to know about that. Dude. But no, give me the last five things uh, you checked out. Let's like, see. Let's g- see. Give what? our listeners something, something different to check out. What did I... I you know, it's the worst because I was listening to my... Uh, Aladdin? My cheesy I don't know. playlist. <laughs> so we'll go with this, all right? Here we go. No lie, this is because uh, I was like, I'm gonna move for some music I I haven't heard in a while. That's you feel nostalgic, easy to get into without. It's not challenging in any way. It's it's just real easy. He's, so, bra- he's bracing you for Dave Matthews. I think no, that's no, what no. it is. I think he's trying to I, brace I've you. Seen, Dave Matthews in his eyebrows. Dave shows. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone can judge me on it. I'm not afraid of being judged. Oh, I'm a huge well, Dave I, Matthews I fan. Dave, man. <laughs> no, he's a liar. But he's, no. No, 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 that's not true. Is a liar. Hey, man, hey, man, Dave Matthews, cra- The Crash, and Under the Under the Table Dreaming, those two albums? Under the Table, yeah. Hey, what about, what about when he turned into a jam band? Well, <laughs> but like like 90s Dave? Love Dave. You know what? I think uh, I, I thought Dave actually got better once it got past Crash. Um, uh, you those think so, initial, really? Yeah, those initial albums were all right. Under the Table is clearly the best. And then you get right. past there, you have uh, Every Day Sucked Until You Heard It Live. And when they did live, it was, it was it saved it. And then the albums after that were really good. Just the fans heard of it, no one else. Right. But oh, back okay, to right, Every right. Day. What was the guy's name that he sang that with the African uh, singer? Um, talking about Boyd? No, 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 no. There was a, like a singer he brought from Africa. He oh, would sing on every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, ah. He would do the Holly, yeah. Holly, come and dance. With yeah, me. yeah, yeah. I know you're talking. I wouldn't have known this name. 10 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the weed and the beer have uh, no affected way. me. No way. A lot of stuff is going on, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, go ahead. Give me the last five things Shit, you've been checking I just out. Lost it too. All right. So, listen. You guys are going to love this, all right? I'm ready. I'm all right. totally uh, ready. Reflector, Arcade Fire. Yeah, dude. So. Why were you checking that out? Just feeling nostalgic? My, I told you. It's on this playlist. It's mm-hmm. like easy getting into listening, easy listening playlist. Right, right. Okay. Uh, I forget which. I think it's Baby 8 by 8-Ball or 8-Ball. Dandy Warhols. I don't know what that is. <sighs> you don't know Dandy Warhols? Really? I'm sorry. All right. Well, no, that's, I don't. You gotta go check that out, man. Okay, Danny Warhols. I'll write it down my, right here. My, my phone just my, shit the bed. Give me a second. I shit the bed. Oh, your phone <laughs> shit the bed. I thought you said I shit the bed. I was like, shit. Damn, he's calling. A little me something out. from Supergrass. Supergrass. And uh, flaming lips, and then some Grizzly Bear. Yeah, that's what. What I, Grizzly Bear were you checking out? <sighs> what song? Was Aren't you a Grizzly Jesus. Bear fan, Mark? Do you know who Grizzly Bear are? No. <laughs> that's a band to check out. Sorry, <laughs> Mark. Mark's. Doesn't sorry. know. Sorry, guys. Music past Skinnered. What? I'm, I'm oh, sorry, guys. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I'm pretty old. No big deal. I'm the old guy in the band. It's cool. I don't know. I forget. It's all on a playlist. I haven't looked at this playlist in like five uh, years. It's okay. You're just you know what? Here's the, you know what the cool thing is? I got a lot of... You go through waves. Maybe you don't because you guys are musicians. You're always probably in that scene. I don't know. Maybe you do. Uh, you go through waves in your life where you're like, all right, I'm listening to so much the same stuff. I want to break out. I want to find something new. And... You can't find something new because you don't know how to break out, right? Like, you don't know where to look to find something new. Exactly. And you're like, oh, well, it's the same crap over here. Same, like, I just don't want that kind of packaged music. So there's this great, great website back in the early 2010s called This Is My Jam. Okay. I've never heard of it. It's not around anymore. It was a great website. What it was was, hey, I got this song. Got some uh, Dandy Warhols, and I'm going to play my favorite song. I'm put it on This Is My Jam. And you go to YouTube, you find the song, throw it up there, and then someone else does the same thing. Someone else does the same thing. And, and you're commenting. And you can, like, and... it's kind of like a primitive social network. You go and, mm. and like their stuff, follow their music, and uh, before you knew it, you're listening to stuff, like, from halfway around the world that you never heard of. And it was great. That's fascinating. Yeah. It was, it was killer. I wish, I wish more people did that on social media. It was more loving, where it was people were like, oh, you like this? It sounds like well, this. You, you know, a lot like... of times, the music that people like – 
this somehow these guys I think now work for they got eaten up by Spotify and so many other places. It makes sense. But nowadays the music you it's so hard to do something like that because it was kind of underground. So when you wanted to hear a good song, you didn't have to worry about 85 people liking that pop song. And nowadays, when everyone hears a song they really want, it's always a pop song, right? The most hits are always going to be the songs you hear on the radio mm -hmm. versus and by those artists on the radio and those artists who are everywhere doing, you know, shows in concert, in uh, stadiums like every night. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so it had none of that. It was just what you found the people you wanted to listen to. You found people you trusted and you saw what they were posting up and you're like, holy shit, this is great. And it was I wish was there was awesome. an environment like that now. I feel like, I mean, Spotify is doing okay, but like, it's not, there isn't this loving, like, yeah. there's like, nothing, to, there's no communal environment like it. I mean, there kind of is, but like, it's not the same as it was. Maybe we just don't know what it is. Maybe we're just not privy to it in, in, in the sense of like, uh, right now, the most popular genre is hip hop, rap, and that kind of a thing. So maybe we're just not privy to what that, that, that sharing venue is. Yeah. But I think that, we need to either on social media, we need to become friendly enough to not hate on each other's taste. Be like, Oh, this is cool, but check this out. And then we all start sharing different things that we yeah. like. And I know for us, that's why we did the podcast is because we love sharing what we like and that we have different people on. They yeah. tell us what they're listening to. I mean, that's the best part. I was picking up some, uh, I was writing scribbling stuff down and your last podcast, like, Oh shit, I need to check that out. And they check that. Out. I mean, that's, well, yeah, Zach Lepresti is yeah. a great guitar player and he had tons of great things. He listens I mean, it, to. it really is so hard to find music that's just going to get you out and that you'll the most thrilling thing you can do with music is to be sit as a listener is to sit there and wonder where the hell it's going to go right and Especially it's so with McGee. <laughs> <laughs> Touché. Touché. It's, true. it's true that's the best part yeah So we have one more round that I want to do with you. It's called the lightning round. Lightning round. Are you ready? Just do you need ready. to crack a beer or do you need jazz hands? Like I don't know what you need. Whoa. Jazz hands. I don't know what you need, bro. Again. Oh, he's getting the uh, the IP. It's not the IP. It's the pail, right? Yeah, do, you have, do you have cups in this fancy facility? Uh, we can get some cups right, for sure. Do some cups. Sure. Story time about, with Rob. About, story time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that dude. You know that guy on Insta on uh, I think it's Instagram or Facebook. Probably. He goes story time, and what he'll do is he'll bring his phone and he'll narrate. He'll narrate somebody else's life as he's walking by and like try to interact with them. Check out story time. I don't remember his name, but oh, is that for me? It's for you. Oh fuck. <laughs> so Mark, here you go, dude. So, so I, there's, uh, there's, I love these coffee cups. They're just, it's just almost, 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 almost ready to go. This is currently caffeinating, dude. Yeah, well, you're currently drunken. How's that, <laughs> you motherfucker? All right, so here's the lightning, lightning round. round. Lightning round, Bill. Here we go. First album you ever owned. First album I ever owned was Tom Petty, Greatest Hits. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, Followed show by you ever, what, sorry. Aerosmith. Was it Cow, was Cowballs, right? Cowballs? Yeah, the one with the That's others. Cowballs? <laughs> the one with Is the that... others. Uh, oh, get a grip. Get a grip. <laughs> <laughs> cowballs? We're going to call like, it from now on, it's Cowballs, dude. From now on, Cowballs. I get a grip. That's what we used to call it as kids. <laughs> cowballs. <laughs> get a grip, you motherfucker. Okay. It's um, a good album. <laughs> First show you ever anyway. saw. Whew. Uh, first big, first big show. show I ever saw. I've seen a lot of shows. Um, what was the first dude, one? This might be, I want to say it might be a Christian rock ska band. What a comedy. Five Whoa. Iron Frenzy, I think was it. Oh, cool. But I Do love you know ska. I know them. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Love ska. Ska was, ska was great. I wish ska would come back. No one else says that, but man, it would be great. I don't know that much about that genre of music it's to be 100% honest it's just fun I'm about it last show that you saw that you weren't a part of <laughs> <laughs> how big are we talking here what's are you, I'm talking what size like, venue so any so like so like I mean you're part of the underground so you're technically a part of all those shows so what's the one show that you saw recently that you weren't a part of alright it can I'm... be clubs it doesn't matter yeah 
<clears throat> sure By the way, that, that that beer you have there is delicious. It's great. Mm-hmm. This is awesome, dude. Yeah. What? Be pulsing. Uh, Be so pulsing. Good. Round Guys Brewing Company. Mm. So good. So three twenty four West Main Street, Lansdale. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going tonight. <laughs> open the open the bar. We're coming. <laughs> open it up. Okay. So last show you were a part uh, of that you well, that you saw you damn. were a part of. Damn. Um. But I saw some show this. Oh, you know what? Actually, I'm just going to say my favorite show I've seen this year so far was um was Green Sky Bluegrass over there. Oh yeah. That was great. Oh, hell yeah. They're Who opened? That was a. I have no idea. God, I never see openers, dude. Got there at like 7.30 and they went on to like 12.30, 12.45. They kept going. Um, they just kept going. They used to, know, used to open up for uh, Mark's old band, right? Am I, yeah, they, am I correct in yeah, saying they that? Used, they used to play with The Bridge, yeah, for sure. Mar- Mark so was good. Yeah, Mark yeah, was in a band called The Bridge and they toured tons. For You were in that band for what, seven years? Five, four years. No, four years, That's Mark. Right. Four years. <laughs> I don't know how to count, dude. Sorry. <laughs> well, him and te- Matt. Technically... We're still together. We play one one gig a year now. Well, so. Mark Mark's a great booker. He's just not good at math. But they math. Well, hey, so, guys had a lot of beer. Come on, bro. Come on. <laughs> Even at Ten a.m. Uh, no, we, 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 no, so they they opened we up play with Green his Sky. old band, The Bridge. But yeah, they're fucking they're amazing. Good band, and it, I've always wanted to see them. That's the first time I've seen that group, and it was great. Great time. The Met's a great place. Have you guys seen the show there? Not yet. I no, drive by yet. the the, the um the, the sign so all cool. the time. Is that where the Derek Truck show is yeah. this summer? We're going, dude. Ah, uh, nice. Derek Trucks. D-trucks. We're going. It's probably gonna uh, be hot in the summer. Actually, it might be. That's right. The man. I'm okay I with have it. to look it up. Um, Tedeschi Trucks. Man's great. Do you Do also it. play music? You know, I dabbled. I've tried. What's your favorite song to play? Uh, my second song I learned, which was the Rain Song. Whose is that? Zeppelin. Oh, the Rain Song. I'm sorry, I'm stupid. Don't hate me, people. That was one of the reasons I picked up guitar. I was like, hey, you know, I want to nice. learn how to play something. So that's, that's good, man. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, okay, well, who's... This is actually harder because you know so many bands since you're involved with the underground. Yeah. Who's your favorite local artist that you think hasn't been heard of enough? Hambone Relay. No, don't do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Here, I'm going to get my dick out. Hold on real quick. Let me just... Let me get the lube out. Oh, One second. Oh, 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 no, you know what? Oh, oh. Uh, actually, it was from that show. I feel like we're stern. <laughs> Who's your favorite local artist that hasn't been heard of? Do you mind if I go through a few on this one? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. <laughs> do it. He's giving me this look like, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, no, do no, it. Let man. me talk. No, 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 go ahead. So, yeah, Peace and City Grease are definitely a, a great band. They probably need a little work in the edges, but I mean, they're they're a fun show. They're all yeah, they're awesome. Uh, there's a band that comes through every. This technically isn't local, but they're small and they're they're kind of in the same realm. There are a bunch of these college kids who live all throughout Ohio that come out to the venue mm-hmm. every six or eight months called Spirit of the Bear, and they play just like you know. Oh, modern, Ryan told us about yeah, them. Yeah, modern indie, and they're awesome. They they have such a great sound, and what they do is what I. The reason why I mention this is what they do for finding where they're going to play is they look at their Spotify hits and they like drive to those towns. That's, That's smart. Yeah. yeah. So I love that shit. Yes. Yeah, but there's so many good bands around here. It's not like, I don't know. I mean, there's so many ones that when we get the show coming through, I'm always like, holy shit. Shit, Ryan. Where, where'd you find these guys? He said, great. Oh like, yeah. I love this band. I love this band. <laughs> I forget who I even uh, interviewed on Saturday. It was, oh, it was uh bitch fork and bitch fork. I don't know if you guys know like indie rock out there. They remind me of a good solid Van Bondi's, a little more grunge, a little more metal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I saw. I actually saw the video yeah. on uh, your Facebook page. Great, they're great. Go check out the live video up on there. They have a bunch of Facebook. Yeah. dot com slash Round Guys Radio. That is the URL. Yes. Uh, who is your guilty pleasure artist or album? Dave Matthews. Any of portfolio except for the whole crash. <laughs> except, for crash. except for you're like the opposite okay crash uh, crashes anything off that album is a beer song where yeah. i'm out getting a beer actually when i was uh catching the boys out in uh what in hollywood bowl and uh and i was like oh number 41 it's gonna take 10 minutes i'm gonna go get a beer maybe take a shit we'll another see what happens 13 dollars <laughs> and a shit yeah, yeah i because I, I don't know it's a song i never liked <laughs> <laughs> all right favorite album of all time Favorite album of all time is uh, Crash. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, is it? What's the one with no excuses? Allison Chains. 
I have no yeah, it's idea. Jar of Flies, I think. Alice in Chains. Here, we'll use the internet. Really, every Alice in Chains album, but I think Jar of Flies, because that was the one where they deviated from being like, you know, hard rock to uh, doing a little soul searching and um, being a little... Jar of Flies, 1994. Yeah, yeah I think that's the one 30 with... 30 feet. With uh, nut, Nutshell? Uh, internet, don't let me down. <laughs> Probably. <Yeah. laughs> Hold on. You know who loves Alice in Chains is Derek, dude. Derek. Uh, our producer Derek, who helped Love put Alice out our new Chains. new record, uh, "Say Hi to Earl," loves Allison Chains. He's the man. Yeah. Um, favorite artist of all time? Who's your or, or right now? Who's your favorite artist right now? Favorite artist right now doesn't have to be local. I don't know. That's a hard question because every to me it's kind of like beer, right? Mm-hmm. Where right now I'm drinking IPA. It's kind of like it's May. I want to drink IPAs, but if it was January, I'd be drinking quads. Which are a Belgian style. Has a lot of people make fun of me on that one. Quad. Quad. This will be the short Quad. that we put on Facebook. <laughs> Quad. So Quad. I think it just it just depends. Uh what I'm gonna say but like is right now. Right now, this very second, yeah. I busted out an album because I just it was rainy, it's been kind of shitty out there, so I busted out an album that Counting I hadn't crows. heard in a while. No, not counting curse. Long December. No, no. There's, there's a story behind it now. Okay. I met Adam Duritz. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Like, well, back in college. Well, real quick, who's, who's your favorite artist of all time? So, my favorite artist, I don't know. I'm going to say of right now. Yeah. I'm going to say is, uh, I've been listening to um, Youth Lagoon, because it's a perfect rainy weather I don't album. know who that is. It's like a dude with keyboards or something. From 2013. Hold on. It's a dude with keyboards or something. <laughs> Mark. So it's Chris, Chris Martin from Coldplay? Is, is that? No, no. It's just. No, 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 no. I love no. it. I love it. It's, a, it's, it's just, Mark Brown. Yeah, it's just weird music. It's just weird music. It's just. Oh, it's hard to describe it, but. Uh, yeah, that was cool stuff. It's kind of like going to that same. Um, uh, yeah, no. It's, it's hard to describe. It's gonna, okay. I'm not going to think about Hold so on, so, No, no, no. I want to I wanna hop back on this Adam Durrett story. Go. All right. Uh, it was senior year of college. And again, same girl. She was uh, huge into Counting Crows, which is why I'll never listen to another Counting Crows <laughs> album. Oh, shit. Um, so I've seen uh, enough Counting Crows in my life and listened to enough Counting Crows. But she was huge into it. And her roommate was too. And... It happened after like 35 beers at this concert. <laughs> we bumped into Adam, literally just bumped into the guy. Or they chased him down. I don't know. I was really, really. You were out, really, you were out of it. Yeah. Uh, not of the right mindset at the time to pay attention to things like this. And uh, yeah, so we just like hung out, like talked for five minutes. And she had her wish. She'd said nothing. This is like the man. It's kind of like her Jesus stepped in front of her. And she had nothing to say. It was just like, so just, just, it was yeah. good for her. You know, she got to see her hero and I got to take a picture of that. And, um, oh, you took a picture of her with, with the guy and her and her roommate. Um, it's just, you know, Hey, you know, you got, you got, the, you, gotta do. you got the Instagram boyfriends, right? <laughs> it's no different. Instagram <laughs> it's no different, dude. Okay. I love that. I'm stealing it. <laughs> Um, that's funny. So, like, was he cool? Was he like standoff? He was quiet. He was like, yeah, just probably because I was shit faced. <laughs> I'm sure I was not helping anything in any situation, any kind of. It's level. okay. You want me to tell you my favorite drunk yeah, story meeting yeah, a celebrity? Definitely. I don't think I've told this on the podcast. I was out on a tour with a, a gentleman by the name of Boy Wonder. I was playing drums for him, and we were going to South by Southwest, and we were playing South by Southwest. Well unofficial south by southwest right. which is like all the venues surrounding the main part of the of austin okay and we're playing this place called love goat it's the first night of the tour boy wonder love goat continue <laughs> lots of names i know the only reason it's called love goat is because when you walk in there's a painting of two goats fucking each other where, where, where is this venue? <laughs> is it in austin <laughs> texas <laughs> austin? i feel like I feel like the bridge played there actually. You probably have. I think, I think it's we a did. Great I mean, place. once you get the picture of the goats, you, I mean, know, the, the, you can't. You, leave. Can, you can't get that out of your mind. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you're just walking like, huh? Okay. So, we played there, and I got wasted, wasted. It was my first tour ever, and I was like super pumped to be on the road. It happens. South by. It happens, man. I, I just told you a story like that. Hannibal Burris, <laughs> Hunt. Hannibal Burris, the comedian, yeah. was there. Walks in, hangs out in the club, 
Boy Wonder, who I'm on tour with, introduces me to him. I'm drunk. Drunk, drunk. And I made yeah, a... Yeah, again, I, I'm right there with you. Oh, hold on. I just, I just needed to clarify. <laughs> and I, uh, I said a very insensitive joke. Hannibal Burris went, huh. And just walked away. <laughs> well, I didn't do that. And in fact, I don't think I was rude at all. But... Wow. No, but it's funny when you meet celebrities when you're like a little on, under the weather, we'll call it. <laughs> anything could happen. That's the reason why I brought the story up. Hey, Bill. Bill. So up, if people want to find out where the next underground show is, where should they go? They can go anywhere. Um. <laughs> cool. Yeah, it's pretty great, right? So, yeah, you can go to our website, newly revamped website, uh, undergroundlandsdale.com mm-hmm. and undergroundlandsdale.com actually has uh, videos from the podcast recordings it has the uh, upcoming shows it has where you can buy tickets for the upcoming shows uh, always get your tickets early avoid any kind of like uh, fees for day of and then we also have um, the podcast and additional stuff out there like uh, different Features on bands and stuff. Cool. So Underground Lansdale, you can go right there. Or you can find us on Ticket Leap. Uh, search Underground Round Guys Brewing Company or Underground Lansdale, and uh, you'll find us. Underground Lansdale events, you'll see what's coming up. Great. Also, what's your favorite social uh, for Underground? So like 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 on Facebook, Instagram, anything in particular? For Underground, yeah. You can go to Facebook.com slash, I think it's Underground RGBC. Cool. What and about Round Guys? Round Guys is facebook.com slash round guys. We also have the um, the Glenside Ale House, which is our it's our bar down in Glenside. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have so eight tasty, I believe it's eight, maybe a little maybe ten, ten tasty drafts on at all times, plus uh, some really great food. We haven't been there yet. We're excited yeah, to yeah. go down. By there. the way, I, so in January you had those that contest with the, the, the red envelope. Yeah, so I got one of those when we when we did the podcast. I right. got an envelope, and I, <laughs> and I came back in January. And I got like half off my meal or whatever, but the yeah. food is fucking awesome. Dude. Yeah, yeah, thanks, dude. We, we had we had like a my wife and I went. And we had like a like a cheesesteak and did it hold up? Cheese it was steak? amazing, dude. It was like it was. Yeah, like it's a, a German cheesesteak. Yeah, so it's it a little was, different. It was, awesome. it was so uh, good though. It's it was not so Philly cheesesteak. It's not Philly cheesesteak. Cheese no, steak? but no. it's still actually. Here's the thing about this organization is that. Everything's ground up, uh, and that's one of the pride points that I always work with Ryan on. I always work with the staff of the underground is that um, everything needs to be ground up. You've got to always have your ear to the customer and always have your ear to uh, new ideas. So if we come up with new ideas, the staff, customers come up with new ideas, pay attention to it. That, that sandwich came from one of our old chefs who used to fill in as a hand. He'd go back there, and he was a guy who would do everything, go be brewing one day, be cooking, doing moving, mm-hmm. taking beer out to accounts. Um, and he also was a chef for a little bit for us. And um, he brought in his grandma's recipes. And that's one of them. And That's cool. Yeah. So good. You, you got to go there. For the, I mean, the beer I is amazing, go. but the food is go. also it's awesome. Check it out. It's great. Yeah, you got to check it out. by. Well, hey, um, Bill, thank you so much for uh, hanging out with us. Really appreciate it. Man. Yeah, I really uh, – anything I can do for you guys, anything I can do for – People like you. We come to. Ha- we hope to hang out more at the underground, man. <laughs> People like you, bro. People like you. <laughs> People like you, Rob. Me. No, but seriously. Me. Yeah. No. Seriously, it's it's always a great time. I always. I love your music. I love uh, what you guys are doing. You guys have a great perspective on this, and being you know the marketing geek now, like I really like how you guys throw yourself out there and and do this stuff. This is fun. This is a lot of fun. fun. Until you have to edit it. Until you have to edit it. It sucks, but it's a lot of fun right now. Mark's Brown's job. I got to edit it. It's cool. Whatever. It's cool. I don't say a lot. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Dude, Check This Out. Peace. Thank you so much, Bill. And go check out Round Guys Brewing Company, The Underground, and fuck, whatever the fuck else he's dealing with. Uh, So you can find us Facebook, Facebook.com slash roundguys, Facebook.com slash underground RGBC. Facebook.com slash Round Guys Radio. Uh, Facebook.com slash Glenside Ale House, which is that satellite location. And then we also uh, have Instagram. Find us for um, Round Guys, I believe, is the Instagram. I'm always on it, but I never look at the freaking handle. It's okay. You're busy and then we have the underground. Stuff. We have yeah. the underground one, too. But we always have everything else. Like we're, 
We try and cover all the bases. Just search Round Guys Brewing Company on Spotify and find some real good goodies. Also, if any bands want to like hit you up to maybe be part of a show, what 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 uh, what email? avenues do they do? Yeah. Uh, so they can go to our website and go through a contact form, or they can just reach out to actually Ryan. Just go Ryan at roundguysbrewingcompany.com. Yes, that's Ryan Weiss. I'm sorry, Ryan Ryan at roundguysbrewery.com. Okay, cool. Thank you so much for coming on, man. Yeah, dude. Appreciate you, brother. This is fun. All right, peace. I'm out. Peace. <laughs> that was good, Rob. That was good. Thanks. I worked really hard. That's on our next album, dude. <laughs> 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 you joke. I might make it one. <laughs> it's just real easy. He's, so, bra- he's bracing you for Dave Matthews. I think nah, that's nah, what it is. I think he's trying to I, brace I've you. Seen, Dave Matthews in his eyebrows. Dave shows how <laughs> <laughs>